Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Phenomenal Forum. I'm your host, Matt Weinstein. Across the way, the big homie, Mark Sanger. To my left, the modern-day Klimaraja, Chris Klimazuski. Guys, another week of pro wrestling in the books, a rather peculiar week, I would say. But before we get into this week, we got to backtrack. We did miss one show. We do have to touch on NXT TakeOver 25 a bit. You know, that's... and Not that we don't want to talk about NXT 25 because it was it was a solid card but the fact that we're starting out with that in when two weeks of main show wrestling that's just that just shows how garbage it's been well what do we really miss you know that's when, exactly. when you look back at the recap every week it's like ah, nothing really happened again so where do we go from here oh it's like oh there was a six-man tag and there was a Shane McMahon segment it's the same and, formula every single week and it's it's getting kind of ridiculous yeah i mean if if it hasn't been already yeah i mean i'm pretty sure we're going to touch on stomping grounds in a bit but i mean if you look at the card so far for stomping grounds it's literally just a combination of money in the bank and saudi mania four of these five matches that are currently booked on the show are are rematches from at the very farthest wrestlemania yeah it's terrible just really it's just i just it's phantom. Like, I, I just... You're you know. telling me you're not excited for uh, Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin with Baron Corbin picking the referee? That That's going to be fun. That doesn't pique your interest? Now, what I said to you guys, obviously, we're, we said we're going to get into TakeOver. We'll get into TakeOver in a minute, but we'll, I guess we'll jump right in. I had said to you guys that I thought it was a good idea that they did Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin in Saudi Arabia because... It was a one-off. Exactly. And the way they're booking Baron Corbin, you got to think eventually he's going to get a universal title shot. No? Is he going to win? No. That's not what I'm saying. But give him the match, do it once, write it off, and you're done. And to do it in Saudi Arabia, a show that really doesn't matter, was a good idea. Yeah. But we're now going to get this for at at least another month. June 23rd is stomping grounds. We're gonna have this every week. They, ne- they never have one-offs. That's the problem. Where I know I get your logic and your mindset for that, but they don't do that now. Baron Corbin's gonna be relevant in the main event picture for the next month at least, probably longer. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, like I like the one-off idea. Let it, let Seth Rollins face a new opponent every other month or every other pay-per-view. Whether you know it was AJ Styles and Money in the Bank. Cool. That was a solid match. Baron Corbin at Saudi Mania. That's cool. You get, say, like Bobby Lashley, Finn Balor down the road, and then Brock Lesnar wants to cash in. Okay, do that. I'm fine. I don't need to see this garbage again, especially it wasn't even that good of a match at Saudi Mania. It was terrible. The funny thing is this wild card rule that nobody understands and nobody likes, in theory, should help this. Because you think by doing this wild card rule, you're going to have more challengers and more matches, different unique matchups, but instead we're going to get Seth versus Baron Corbin again and again and again, and Shane McIntyre and Elias versus some form of Roman Reigns or The Miz and some sort of Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley or however else it's going to go. The wild card rule is just a sad excuse to have Roman Reigns on both shows. I think it started with Becky. 
well, she because had she titles. had the both titles. And they were like, oh, well, she can be on both shows because she has two titles. Why don't we just put everybody on both shows? Then it was, oh, yeah, we can have Roman on both shows. But I, I do think it started with Becky. No, it, And it I think that's the issue. It absolutely did start with Becky. You mentioned it, too. I remember we said it two weeks ago. That because she was going back and forth, you know, and you got to have Roman back and forth, and then Seth can go back and forth, and everyone loves Kofi Mania, Matt's wearing the shirt, you know. It's true. You have everyone going back and forth, you know. It really is just pointless because it's not like, you know, like you have the same people going back and forth every week, whether it's Becky, Roman, Seth, Kofi, whatever. It's different people every week, which is cool, but kind of stinks at the same time. They undercut everything they did with this whole Roman Reigns thing. They played it up as the biggest acquisition in SmackDown history. They made a whole big deal out of it. Vince McMahon came out to announce him. He Superman punched Vince. It was a big deal. In the next four Raws, he opened the show. It just, you took away all of the the, the steam, all the heat. It's gone. But now, before we continue to get into how terrible the Raw weeks is. that have been Raw, SmackDown, Wildcard this, Wildcard that, Saudi Mania, the whole thing. We'll take a step back. We'll get into this NXT TakeOver 25 card about almost two weeks ago at this point. To NXT TakeOver 25. First match on the card, Matt Riddle, Roddy Strong. I thought it was a great opener. The openers tend to steal the show. Yeah. And this one was hot out of the gate. Matt Riddle gets the win. I was very excited for the rest of the show at this point. Matt Riddle looked so, so good in the ring. And, like, he's I think he's ready to fight for the NXT championship. I mean, do I think that'll happen next? No. But he looked just so good against Roddy Strong. And Roddy Strong looked really good, too. People forget how good Roddy Strong is. Like, oh, yeah, he's one of those guys in the Undisputed Era. He's a... NXT title contender as well. Yeah. He's incredible. Matt Riddle's stock just keeps rising. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. You guys see his tweets and stuff towards Goldberg. About Goldberg. I, I think he's got to stay off of social media so he keeps his head on straight. <laughs> it's, it's ugly. But, yeah. Um, Stuff like that gets you in trouble. They, you know? really, they really like him. At least Triple H is so behind him, which which is a big deal. I mean, he looks amazing. He looks fantastic in the ring. and he just, like, he's, I can't say it enough. He's so good. I think he gets the title shot at TakeOver in the summer. I think so. Versus Cole. Uh, uh, versus Cole. Versus Adam Cole. Uh, yeah, obviously Adam Cole beat John again. I think that's your match. Yeah, I think I think he'll go against Velveteen, just because again. Yeah, has... they did it already. Yeah, but they, yeah, but how many times did they do Gargano Champa? We uh, how many, many times was it a great di- match? It's different. No, I'm not saying it wouldn't be a good match, but I think I think there's more to be done with Matt Riddle. But um, moving on, the tag team ladder match was great. Solid match. The Street Profits got the win. That's huge. It's good for them. You know, I really thought. That I was like, you know what, maybe they didn't. I was just, I really thought the Undisputed Era was going to win it again for a third time. And I was like, okay, they got this. I'm like, I'm all I'm all for Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly grabbing those belts again. And the Street Profits did that. I was like, let's go. Anyone but the Forgotten Sons. I think that, yeah, whatever. But um, I think that the Street Profits as champions, it breeds new life into the tag division. There's so many teams, but it's been the same Undisputed Era versus whoever. Undisputed Era War Raider, Viking Experience Raiders, however they've been called, or the Undisputed Era Insanity and Undisputed Era this, that, that. They've been in the forefront. They've been in the middle of it. Now you give the Street Profits a run with the titles. I think it's a really, really good sign for the tag division. Yeah, I think it is too. And like you said, like this opens up opportunities for guys like the Forgotten Sons. You want to put Undisputed Era back in that. Mustache Mountain. Um... Oni Larkin and his partner. Danny Birch. Uh, Danny Birch. I always forget his name. Those guys. It gives us opportunities for anyone to give the title. It doesn't show how dominant the Undisputed Era is. So anyway, we'll move it on. 
the uh, the women's title match. Shayna Baszler retained against Io Shirai. I think at this point it's it's a little overkill with Shayna Baszler. I think she's great, but what else is she going to do with this? So title? I picked Shayna to win this match because I just didn't see Io Shirai getting that title. But like you said, what does she do now? Like what's next? Because at the same time, maybe she just drops it and says I'm going up to the main roster. But how many times can you do that same different thing? I know, but yeah. right. Who's going to beat her? I mean, unless you have like someone who's not getting too much burn on SmackDown and Raw come back down to NXT know, to maybe. fight Shayna. I mean, you got to think Sasha. Candice LeRae has been in a bunch of Don't give me Candace different Larray, stories, but now it looks Shayna like Baszler. she's fighting Io Shirai. I, she's feuding don't, with her. Don't I don't know. Look, uh, I, what about uh, Bianca Belair? What's she doing now? Well, she had her two. She's not doing anything. I know, I know she had the match. No, I like, agree. She had a couple of matches for the title and lost. I, I don't know. She, I fe- she had a beef though. She like could have won if uh, yeah. her two I friends like, didn't like, come you out. Can, you can make a case. I felt like Bianca and Io were the best opportunities to take the belt from Shayna, but now we've seen it a couple of times now between Bianca and Io going up against Shayna and fighting for the title and both coming up empty. I think I, there, I think there's a rumor. That it might even be Mia Yim who's next to have a shot. Ooh, but give I, me me. I love Mia I, Yim. I'm all for Mia Yim. I don't think she's winning that either over Shayna. I just can't see her. I being think they've built or, her up too. She's so dominant. Like how is who's, who's going to beat her? I know who it is. She's injured right now. Are you going to tell us who? It, what is it? Dakota Kai? No, Rhea Ripley. Oh, maybe she's injured right now. Yeah, NXT, you she's oh. credible enough. She's yeah, really she's, she's credible. Good. She looked great in the Royal Rumble. If she jumps, makes the jump from NXT UK to NXT, I feel like she NXT, could. I mean, why not? That'd I mean, be solid. I feel like I wouldn't say no to that. Be, uh, Shayna versus Rhea Ripley would be fantastic. Rhea just has to get healthy first. That's, that's, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no to that. Uh, what, if, what if Sasha comes back to beat her? Uh, Sasha's going to AEW. Who, man. What does that Sasha's, do for anybody? Sasha's going to AEW. She wants to be back down. I don't know. She, I, she I hates don't, the current direction of. I don't think that helps anybody. It doesn't because she's going to go to AEW. So I, would, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, she's just on vacation. Like she's not. She's not well, doing you know, anything with the you know, I did a lot of soon. She'll be back soon. I, think. I did a lot of intensive research about this last night before after I made my quote unquote yeah, ten dollar bet money. <laughs> No, the you, just, you just love to lose money. No, but I. You know what? Because you know why? Because I saw that um, Cody Rhodes tweeted out, "Oh, all out in Chicago," and Sasha Banks liked that tweet. So I was like, "Oh, she's doing that for you. She's liking that, so you see it. And like, <laughs> oh my saying, gosh, oh, she's leaving. Clem she, is gonna she's love messing with your this. head. That's what she's looking for. <laughs> no, nothing, no pull, no anything. I was reading about. I wouldn't it. be surprised. I would. I would be. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, at this point, because you know she was fed up about all this like you know dropping the tag titles and no creative control the same thing like what Dean Ambrose was going through you know and now you see her uh, if you follow her on social media it's been almost two months now she's been on quote unquote vacation oh and I bet you're really buying into how she changed her name from Sasha Panks to Mercedes M- Mercedes yeah, 100% I'm buying in her legal I'm name. all I'm all in her tag unquote. is still at WWE Sasha Clint, Banks you're drinking Sasha- the Kool-Aid you're drinking she's the Kool-Aid under contract that's why she has to do all this stuff she that's the other part of this there's no way that they let her out I don't know when her contract expires but she is staying well, that, until it I think runs any out. other time any other time period they might give her the out, but because AEW is right next door, because they just had double or nothing, and when, they're not going to let her go so easily. No, yeah. Does she go? Potentially. I'm not saying no. I think there's a good possibility, but it's going to be a fight. What it wouldn't I, be for a while. What I think it is is like because I was re- again, they'll freeze reading, her out. Reading, yeah, that's what yeah, it is. Exactly. Like, she signed a new contract last year in 2018. Uh, for how long? I don't know. Then wasn't reported. 
but they're gonna and what they're gonna do most likely is they're gonna probably freeze her out, Matt. Like you said, what, what is similar what they did with Neville when he yeah. wanted to get when he, when he wanted to get out of his contract. So she'll keep doing all the stuff she has to. Will she wrestle? Probably not. Yeah, though. Vince I don't knows how so. to make this as painful and yeah stressful it's, as possible on the people and, it, and it's a shame it's like luke harper he wouldn't he won't let him leave he's 39 years old he's making him sit out for the next year until his contract yeah. expires it's come on because and that's even worse because with luke harper they're doing uh what they did to who they do it i don't remember who they did it to but they they're putting out putting his time off he was injured they're putting that on top of the his revival contract. Uh, they did they did do it to the revival you're one right of the guys they had a year to his well, they, contract well they both got hurt at different oh, times so, okay. yeah Exactly. They're it's doing like, it's like, oh, you were you were out six months. Well, I had six months to your contract. That's like, he, they could have done that to Ambrose, but they didn't. Which, which is would have been ridiculous. Where I think if uh, Dean told him his true intentions, he probably would have. Sure, had that but happen. also, <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw Ty Dillinger now wrestling as Sean Spears, just signed with AEW. He came out and said that they were good to They him. let him out of the, his contract at the deadline. Like they let him out of his contract at midnight on the day where. Okay, if we let you out, if we waited an extra day, you wouldn't have been able he to have appear been at double, yeah. double or nothing. I saw that. They know what they're doing. To some, I feel like to some people, they work with, they're good to them. To others, I, I don't know. But Ty Dillinger, I, I doubt well, he was I, ever an issue. I feel like with you know? Sasha, yeah, well, because he wasn't really you know pushed on the main card. But with Sasha Banks, she's a household name on SmackDown and Raw. I mean, with with Dean Ambrose, it was his contract was up anyway, so he he had no intent in resigning. Sasha Banks is under a contract for right. let's say four to five years. And who knows how long she? They're gonna either a freeze her out or b we're not gonna see her on TV. And it's it's a incredible it's a huge conversation to be had. It's so so interesting now. You have these alternatives somewhere to wrestle in the U.S. on cable television. October is when their TNT deal will start for AEW. Tuesday Night Dynamite. That's huge. So we got a little sidetrack. We're still talking about NXT. We'll we'll hop into this next match on the card. With another guy who, Jim Ross, who has a huge hand in talent at AEW, wanted on board, but they had just re-signed him. That's Tyler Breeze. He looked so good. And, Matt, we were talking about it during the match, and Drew mentioned it after. We forgot how good Tyler Breeze actually is. I promise you I I didn't forget. I did. I definitely forgot how good Tyler Breeze is. And it showed against Velveteen. I mean... This was I. Th- this was a very fun match. Very fun match to watch. It was very entertaining, and it was just so good. You could tell this was just a one-off match for Tyler Breeze after you know he took the selfie with Velveteen in the ring after the fact. But he's staying in NXT. Is he really? Yes. I thought this was a one-off. No, he's staying in NXT. And plus, I hate to you know give you some spoilers, but they they just did four. To, they're doing four to eight weeks of NXT tapings. They did the first four. They're doing the next four to catch up to Takeover. Mm-hmm. Two other guys are now officially back on the NXT I roster. Know, I know one of them. Apollo Crews. Yeah. Really? And yeah. Killian Dane. Are both do back, Killian Dane is whatever. Are both but. back on NXT. And Alexander Wolf is with NXT UK. They filmed that a while ago. It finally aired this week. And wow. Eric Young is on. Apollo Eric Cruz. Young's still on Raw, chasing our truth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apollo Crews was like pretty prominent they for a while They called him up too TV. early. They did, I remember. They did call him up way too early. They When he was on board with NXT... Like, he, he debuted at the first Brooklyn TakeOver. I was there. He wrestled Ty Dillinger, actually. It was right before he started doing the ten, the Perfect Ten gimmick on TV, but people knew about it from live events. He was he looked incredible, and they, play, they built him up to be this... He wasn't a monster, but he was so credible. 
And he had a match on NXT TV for the title against Finn Balor. And it ended up getting uh, it broken up. I think it was Baron Corbin who got involved. But of course it was. Yeah, but <laughs> Finn versus Apollo Crews, Finn was the face of NXT, and there was a, wow, I think Apollo, there's a shot here that he might win the NXT championship. He just came right up. Yeah, he. when I first saw him come up on Raw, or SmackDown, whatever it was. It was I Raw. Was, it was out of it was, nowhere. It was the Raw after a Mania. I was just watching it and just popped up like, up like, next, up Apollo Crews. You know how like, they what? do, instead of... Like what they did with Sami Zayn the day after Mania. Instead of, you know, just playing the music, they say, stick around for after the commercial. You're going to see this surprise of this they person did, that we're going to yeah. spoil for yeah. you. Yeah. It, but when I first saw Paul Cruz, I was like, yo, this dude's good. He's like, he was great. doing all these flips. He's jacked. He's a 250 pound cruiserweight. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, yo, this dude's going to get a push. Like, he can do things. He was like Bobby Lashley if Bobby Lashley was like. He looks like Bobby like Lashley. Mobile. He runs around like Neville. Yeah. Exactly. So I was like, yo, he's going to get pushed, but he didn't. I think the reason he hasn't done anything for a while, I feel like they would have kind of fudged his weight a little bit and put him on 205 Live if he didn't look so big. I think he was on SmackDown this week. Was he it? was. He cut yeah. like a backstage thing? Okay, with like Zelina Vega. And then uh, Chad Gable came out, who's now on 205 who's Live. Who's now on 205, which I, anything to get him on TV, I don't care. I, and he yeah. had a great match with Jack Gallagher. I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched the highlights. I heard it was like amazing. People were raving seen, yeah. over it. That guy, he's incredible. We, we know how good Chad Gale. That's not news. Sorry, I mean Chinese food. I, I, I don't but know. now, I mean, I'm I not, I'm not all for. It. I don't watch 205, nor will I ever watch 205. Do I know who's good on 205? Yeah, like I like gentleman Jack Gallagher. He's probably one of my favorites on 205, even though I don't watch it. But I mean, look, I feel like this is just like you're. This is. Between, like, NXT and Raw and SmackDown, like, 205 is, like, kind of, like, lost in between there. I mean, like... Because at this point, it's almost like it's a feeder system to Raw and SmackDown. Because, like, we saw it with Ali. We saw it with Cedric. We... But it, we're going to see it with Buddy Murphy at, with the shakeup, but he hasn't been on TV since announced that he's on SmackDown. But we've had these guys. It's almost like NXT guys sometimes shift to 205 Live, and then the 205 Live guys are getting bumped up now at this point. They don't see it as equal to Run SmackDown. Of course not. And no. Mike Kanellis was asked, somebody asked him on Twitter, they were like, oh, they don't care about 205 Live, they don't do this. And he's like, no, you're right. But the talent on 205 Live yeah. care about 205 Live. They're That's also, why it's so good. They're also leaving next week, Maria and Mike. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, Whenever I watch like Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy or Tony Nese, it's great stuff. I like it. They don't get a chance. But it's it's like what NXT was in the beginning, kind of. Sorry, I'm speaking with my mouth full. So sh- but <laughs> but it's like what NXT was in the beginning. No one really pays attention to it unless you're like the hardcore Matt Weinsteins of the world. Yeah, it's, that's true. Um, anyway, we're we still we still have one more NXT match to talk about, but uh, <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break first. Uh, when we come back, we'll we'll dive into Cole Gargano. We'll get into Super Showdown. We'll do the whole thing. But first, we're gonna step aside. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum here on the Wave, the sound of L I U. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! This is the Phenomenal Forum on the Wave, the sound of L I U. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum. Matt Weinstein, the big homie Mark Sanger, the modern-day Klimaraja, Chris Klimazuski here with you on this fine Friday afternoon. One more match we got to talk about on this NXT TakeOver card. The main event, the new NXT champion Adam Cole defeats Johnny Gargano. Oh boy, oh boy, this was... 
the saving grace of this card, I'll say. Because other than that, I feel like it was pretty... For an, for an NXT card, it was amazing. But it was not what we're used to when it comes to NXT cards. Like, it was kind of, like, underwhelming, I guess you could say. But the Cole Gargano match was just so good. Like, these two guys in the ring just show why they're not just one of the best in the NXT they're the best. They're two of the best in, in the, the whole company, company in the world. You can make the argument there. This was incredible, and I. It was a long time coming for Adam Cole to get the strap. I think it's a good opportunity. Gargano, he had the moment. He got the win, but the moment of him winning the title is what counted. The length of his reign, it didn't matter. It's the same type of thing that happened with Sami Zayn. He had a year-long redemption story. He won the title. He dropped it to Kevin Owens in a month and a half. That's fine. What we'll remember is the is the win not the rain. And now what's next for Gargano is to be seen. I doubt he goes up because I feel like Triple H isn't going to want to send him up to do nothing. What more does he have to do? In exactly. Like, he, what's he, left? He should go up, but well, I'll tell you he the probably one thing, won't be used probably. I'll tell you the one thing he has to do left, and Matt's mentioned it time and time before. He has to beat Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, he can't sit around and wait a year for his yeah, neck to heal. I think, I think it's done. I, I you don't, think it is now? I think so, yeah. I, I, 100, I have 100 percent think that that's done and i think that's okay you know what i'm saying like it's not a huge deal that he didn't get the win over Tommaso Ciampa because they told the story they finished it it was done he came out they embraced Candice was there they did the whole thing honestly i think it might have been better that he got the win over Adam Cole the match was incredible they did what they had to do send them up but make it matter let him do something that will matter and if that's not in the plan if that's not what's going to happen i think triple h is going to make sure he stays in nxt he'll th- find him something to do i think he will stay in nxt because you do see it now on both smackdown and raw even though you have the wild card and, you, and even after the shakeup and some with some guys returning there's a lot of guys on both smackdown and raw who can hold the universal title and the smackdown title on smackdown you have kofi kevin owens sami zayn the Miz, anyone, Shane, it looks like now at this point, honestly. And they're all on Raw, too, which is crazy. All the guys you just named, you know? <laughs> yeah, they, because of the wild card rule, yeah. Every week. But it's there's a lot of talent to go around, and if Johnny were to get brought up, I feel like he would get lost in the shuffle. For 100%. There's not, there's not a doubt in my mind. So just like a recent history, let's think about. Um, Ricochet... Is fighting, I don't know, Cesaro, I guess. Like, those are good matches. Those have been great matches, but we've seen this. Going this, is exa- this is the same exact thing we saw with Mysterio and Andrade for four months. And then you got Aleister Black just cutting promos every week. He's waiting for somebody to challenge him. Challenge. I think the plan might be Randy Orton, which is, which is something I, I think heard. I the plan just might be Bray Wyatt. I think the plan is they don't have a plan, so they well, just, sure. just keep cutting but, this promo and then we'll eventually figure it I out. But I heard, I do think that Orton's going to be the one that steps up, and I think, they, I think they're really high on Aleister Black, as they should be. I hope so. But to get back to what we were just saying about, you know, NXT guys getting called up, if you really look at it, other than Finn Balor and Kevin Owens, no NXT call-up has really... I mean, Seth, you can't even really count, but yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about, like, since, you know, the brand split in 2016. No, I I agree. It's been been really Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, and Carmella, you can really say. (laughs) Yeah. And those have been the three benefits from the... the, uh, from the from the branch after the yeah after the original call ups counting Alexa Bliss she's yeah that's okay, true too. Bliss, after the original call ups of Charlotte Becky Sasha Bailey yeah. after them yeah I I would agree yeah. um I don't know that's why I think again to tie it all together I don't think that it should necessarily be referred to as getting called up 
from NXT to the main roster. Well, that's how it is. I understand not gonna, that. That's yeah. not how Obviously, it it's be. the bigger stage, but it's it's, it's not, not it's not even necessarily a feeder system anymore. Like they have the developmental stuff off TV, but the show that they put on TV is the best of the best on the brand. Yeah. I would say having it taped undercuts it a lot for me at least. The fact that like yeah. everything's already out there before for sure. I can see it. That's that hurts it for me. Whenever they're over uh, in the UK or something, Raw and SmackDown, and yeah. I, I hate that. I don't no, want to watch it. So like I don't know. That, for me, that hurts it a lot. Anyway, I I just feel that you know. Long story short, Gargano's got to stay unless they have a plan, and I don't think they do. And that's why I think Triple H isn't going to let him go anywhere. How long has he been in NXT for? Him and Champa debuted not even under contract in the original Dusty Classic, which was fall of 2015. Okay, so it's so four almost years. almost four years. Okay, who's our current U.S. and uh, Intercontinental Champion? <laughs> Finn, Finn Balor Joe. and Samoa. Is Joe. it is it even Samoa Joe? Because right, Ray dropped the title and he kind of just back, he right? kind of just took it. I don't think he won it back. He never right. really no. He didn't win it back. He was Have, like, "This uh, is mine," and took it. Gargano comes up and beats Samoa Joe on Raw. I would love to see uh, or beats Finn Balor on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, Either but then, <laughs> but then, how credible is Finn Balor then at that point? I mean, because again, it's one match. No, but again, you have this. You know, like what Mark just said. You know, it's it's the call up. You know, so it's like this is the minor league. You're gonna have your intercontinental champion. But that's not the way it should be looked at. I understand. No, I, I no, agree yeah. with you. But and we saw be, him already. It should be made a big deal. That's true. It should be made a big deal. This is Johnny Gargano. This, not oh, this is former NXT champion Johnny Gargano. This is no. This is Johnny Gargano, the best wrestler in the world. Yeah. That's what it should not be. Oh, he came from the minor leagues. He did this. No, that's done. No, but that, but that is 100% how they will book it. I know. He's been all around the world fighting in <laughs> bingo halls and gymnasiums. Stop with that. But that's that, the line. That yeah. is how they for will the get these guys over. That's what's what they'll do. That's bad. And because day in and day out, they'll I guarantee you that They'll, they'll say, oh, yeah, well, that's how Daniel Bryan got over because we pushed everything against him. We said he wasn't this guy. No, we got over because he was a freak. Samoa Joe comes out and says, uh, I've beaten up everyone here. I've had enough. Like, someone come out, give, right. me, give me a challenge. His music hits. Everyone goes nuts. I'm, I'm cool with it. We need it. Cool. Um, all right. So, we'll, well, we got to get into this uh, this super showdown. <laughs> we, went a ha- we almost went a half hour without talking about it. That I went out of my way to not watch. In protest. I watched some of it. As it was going on, I, most I did not watch. I went back, I looked at enough, but I. But this has got to stop. I had to see that main event. This I has got to That was the one match I didn't watch. That's. Why? That was the only <laughs> match I was interested in. I was on my way to a Met game, that's why. So uh, I, anyway, Undertaker, Goldberg. 15 years ago, this match would have been too late. Yeah, it's a really good point. <laughs> Two fifty-plus-year-olds who are not in the best shape. It wasn't quick. Either. Almost killed each other in the ring. This was this was bad. They gave him like twelve minutes, which was a really bad idea. It probably should have been a spear, a tombstone, by like really quick. And the choke slam that the Undertaker won with, oh, man. not good. The well, tombstone he, he went for the he tombstone hit. first, and he dropped him. He, he dropped like, him on right, his head. Let me just choke slam him. And then that was a different one. Gold and then Goldberg. No, I know. And then Goldberg <laughs> hit the jackhammer. He Undertaker landed on his neck. He dropped him halfway. He couldn't hold him up. And like Goldberg had tweeted, like, "Oh, to my fans, like, I'm sorry, I couldn't get the job done." Da, da, da. But oh, it shouldn't have happened. This should, yeah, this shouldn't have happened. And did you guys hear that? You know, Triple H tried to talk Undertaker out of doing this match. No, Batista. 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 Some, someone did. tried. Yeah, it. I did. I heard that. that makes, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he was just like, you know, he was like, you really, I don't really don't think you should do. It. He was like, yeah, I know. 
but I already said yes, so I got to do it. And he was like, I and mean, now the company man undertaker. The question yeah. becomes: This man is obviously not retired. When and where is he going to have his next match, and who's it going to be against? It's, I think you know, you retire Undertaker officially retire the Undertaker at WrestleMania. Finn Balor at Mania. Demon Balor versus Undertaker. I don't. I don't know. But at this point, he's had so many "quote unquote" retirement matches. Like that was Roman's shtick. For he had Roman, six and then we thought, "Oh, I retired the Undertaker." I know. That was and, his thing. and then we thought, "Oh, maybe. Oh, he beat Cena in thirty seconds. Now he's going to be done." Oh, now he did end of the end of an era part fifty with Triple H. Oh, then we add Kane and Shawn Michael. When is it enough? I, I don't. I don't know. He said he's gone out and said, "I want to be done. I do not want to wrestle anymore." But he, he got his hip fixed. He had the bad hip, but he said, "I'm going to get it fixed and I'm done." And he got it fixed, and now he's still wrestling. And Vince is going to just going to continue to drag him out because he's a draw. But for how much longer? At least outside of Saudi Arabia, because be it will be forever. For how much longer in this in the United States is he going to be a draw? To wrestle. I'm not gonna lie. I saw when he came out. I was there at the Raw after after WrestleMania. He came out and did the thing with Elias. Right? Yeah, he did the thing with Elias, and that was my I think my first time seeing the Undertaker live, and it was fantastic. I screamed like a little girl. Like I think no matter when, it's just like you know when any, when any older WWE wrestler or WCW whatever you, WWF comes out it's like oh my god no matter even who it is it's the, whether it's the godfather doink the clown I'm, I'm not doubting that but my question is how much longer are we gonna say okay let's watch him wrestle he's gonna get hurt even more I, guess, is I, I think i think you know he re- officially retires he has one more match at, at some wrestlemania in the future and he wins against Whoever, yeah, he was, Shawn Michaels. Uh, I don't know. He was moving around terribly in there. He took a spear from Goldberg. It looked like he died. He like <laughs> fell. He like he like crumbled instead of like falling. And like then the t- jackhammer too. Yeah. And uh, I will say, really impressive. He did the old school when he walked on the rope. I did not think he was capable of that still. And he dropped. That might down. be the one thing he is capable of because he's holding someone's hand. Super <laughs> impressive. Um, no, but I mean the Saudi Arabia stuff's like really pathetic. We know this. Um, how many more draws can they really get? I wouldn't be surprised if next time around it's like Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair. They got to be there seven more times. That's what I'm saying. Like Cena's never going. Who are they gonna? Yeah. Dan Bryan's never going. I don't know. And it's funny you mentioned John Cena. He's almost in the same boat as the Undertaker at this point. For the most part, like none of us have really admitted it. We nobody really ever said anything. But for the most part, he's retired as a full time competitor. Yeah. He's done. He's gonna do what like The Rock did. He needs another title. I think he'll get it eventually, the same way The Rock came back and he's got his. He's tied right now, right? But yeah, yeah, but he's he's done being there week to week. All right, here's a good question. Since we talk about John Cena, what does he get first? Seventeen or the IC title? Seventeen. I they, they won't bother with the IC title at this point. It would make him a Grand Slam, but yeah, that's what I I'm... think at this point in his career, it it won't matter as much. Get him seventeen. Like a one off just for fun, like on Raw one day. Like. Well, you know, you'll you'll have that in the future, like when Roman Reigns is the champion, you'll have John Cena come back for like a year, just like The Rock did with Cena, you know, when he was at when they were in the prime. Or oh, whatever. once in a twice in a lifetime. Yeah, exactly. John will come back definitely for like a road to WrestleMania. Like, I love that you call him John. Yeah, he's my guy. I I, I catch that every time we start talking about Cena. Ah, well, John. Oh, well, John's got to be at WrestleMania. I can't wait for John. He's my guy. He's That's my, my favorite thing ever. That I do. I love. I've never said anything about it, but I catch it every. He's my single favorite. Time. I always call him John. Continue. Um, I act like we're best friends. Sure. We might be. You, know? you may as well be. He doesn't know yet. 
But he'll come back for like a two month run where he'll be on Raw and SmackDown like yeah. six weeks or something. Like he'll definitely do it. No, be like, I, I oh, it's he, it's Rumble Mania season. Yeah, he'll yeah, come but I, be in the Rumble. Like, he'll do but this. I think yeah. he's gone for like a while now. You know, Dude, he's got already smarter than a fifth grader. Yeah, Watching that, like, I was like, I was walking my mom. I was like, Mom, when did he become the host? He's of, hosting you, that now. It's yeah, on Nickelodeon. Yeah, <laughs> and they didn't bring. They're not bringing back The Rock for the next Fast movie, but Cena's gonna star in it. He's starring in it. Or he's he's in starring it? in it. Oh boy! And The Rock isn't. I saw Vin Diesel was in it. Uh, I saw Vin Diesel said John's in it, but I didn't. John, yeah. John, yeah. Um, I mean, I mean The that, Rock's I not mean, in it. John Cena is. That's that's hilarious. I, I mean, think that's hysterical. Fast and Furious aside, I, I don't because, plan on why. I've never seen one. I don't plan on watching it. Oh, really? You're, you're You've crazy. never seen one. I mean, look. Nah. This, I mean, this that that's we'll, we'll yell this you is, off the air for this that. This is a wrestling show. Exactly. Man. Uh, yeah, whatever. But anyway, all the wrestling fans are mad at you right now. But anyway, Cena and the Undertaker, two guys. When are we going to see him again? Uh, Who knows? I think, I don't but know. like I said, I think Cena's gone for a while now, and you'll see him when like Roman's the champ or Finn Balor's the champ, or even Seth, if Seth's still the champ. It's like, oh, you know, take over. Like you're the new, you're now the face of the company. Like, doesn't uh, John have a big SummerSlam thing? Like, a, like a record or a? I feel like he has something big for SummerSlam. Uh, he wasn't there last year, though, didn't he? Maybe Survivor it, Series. I think it broke. I don't know. He has some big thing. So maybe I, that's what they'll bring him back. No, I think last year was the first SummerSlam without him. Because this past uh, SummerSlam, he wasn't there. Triple H wasn't there. Undertaker wasn't there. That was the first time since probably Undertaker's been around that one of the three of them wasn't there. That's wild. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll jump through the rest of Super Showdown. Things that have some sort of stakes. Things that have consequences that'll keep going. Seth beats Corbin. And then Lesnar says, I'm cashing in. Like, this is when I was going to cash in, and Seth beat him down. I, I think that was pretty solid. Yeah, oh, <laughs> okay, but we're going to go back to Raw the week before, where he was just beating down Seth, and he was a lifeless corpse. Oh, yeah, and he said, yeah, I'll wait till Friday. Like, and, and Friday! Paul Heyman's yelling, cash in now. He's like, nah, I'm going to wait. It doesn't make and sense. Like, Come on, if you take man. If you take that away, then the Seth beating down Brock and keeping him from cashing in, it's yeah. like, oh, this was cool. That's some payday yeah. for Brock just to walk out and take a couple chair shots and go home. Oh, yeah, obviously. But what, what this does now is it takes away the... I'm cashing in here. This is what I'm doing. Brock, they've said, like, oh, yeah, no says, more. It's going to be a surprise. Which now. is good, which is better. I hope he's still on. I hope he sticks around and is on TV at least. He's not going to. So be. it's lingering. I know. They say surprise, but he's not cashing on Raw or SmackDown. It's going to be a pay per view. So, like, how much of a surprise is it really? I don't know. Maybe he'll cash in at SummerSlam. Maybe yeah. Seth gets a big win over but like you somebody. Said, but I don't like know. you said, Matt, you want to see Brock now hold the title for. I mean, not the title, the, the box. The the box, wow, um, the briefcase for a the while box. now. Uh, I yeah, but I I just I would prefer him to cash it in and it be a surprise. Like, yes, I, I would prefer that to having a long drawn out thing. And okay, here's what I'm cashing in. And I'm gonna do it now. That you don't need. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, like, like mark your calendars. I'm <laughs> cashing in at the Rumble. Well, if you really look at it, like the past couple of cash-ins... have were, been awful. Have been awful. Men and women too. Not saying that I did. Uh, there hasn't been one good women's. No, Alexis wasn't liked, bad, but I it liked was the, Carmella's cashing. The one? issue which with Carmella, the, the, the iconic, four times, the iconic speed up. I, I enjoyed it, but the issue was that 
they waited 300 days. Everybody forgot that she even had it. She, no, she you, did you fake know, it out. But, like but the yeah, actual cash in was great. The Alexa Bliss one was okay, but it was the night of and it's whatever. So and, I was like, and okay. Bailey's was Bailey's was actually solid too. But but like it wasn't the, like you know the, the past four or five men you know? since Seth's. The men's have been really bad. Seth in 2014. Sheamus was terrible. Sheamus in 15 was bad. Ambrose's was great in 16, but it was the night, night he of. won it. Yeah. Yeah. And then Corbin Strowman. Terrible. Yeah. Strowman was really bad. Corbin was really bad. Strowman was worse. Than Corbin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because at least with Corbin, it was like a surprise. Yeah, you got... Dude, Corbin you got, lost on SmackDown. Strowman <laughs> said, I want to have a Hell in a Cell match, and then it ended in a DQ. Well, it is kind of... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Horrible. It's kind of messed up, his whole thing. He had a lot of momentum going, but they turned him heel, so the Shield can come back together. There's nothing to do with him. whole thing was bad. He brings nothing to the table. He's a Braun, Braun Strowman brings nothing to the table. He, what is he going to do because of the way they've booked him? Bro, he's going to be the the United States champion. Who is so. going to beat him? Roman. Nobody can beat him because he does all Seth. these ridiculous things. So to see him in the ring, it's a waste. Well, it's know, a waste of time. Well, you know what it is. He's. Wor- he's I'd, I'd rather see Brock in the ring. But you know what the th- thing oh, is? Like he's a draw. Like everyone wants to see Braun he's a, Strowman. He's, he's a carnival act. Yeah, exactly. And that he was picks same, things up. And that's the same thing with that. What it was with Andre the Giant back in the day. Like. Who's going to be Andre the Giant? Obviously, no one's going to be the Andre I'll, the Giant. I'll give That's why you, he I'll, never held the I'll title. G- I'll give that to you, but it's it's a it's such a different time. He's Things important. So no, yeah, I know. No, Ross Strowman's important. To and, and, yeah, but why? Why? Because he's big. Because he's really impressive. Because he's big. He's so impressive. Every year he's going to have his Royal Rumble spot where everyone gangs up on him, and every year the Survivor Series thing is going to happen. Yeah. Where it's like, how are they going to eliminate this how guy? How are they going to eliminate him? Oh my god! I know, they but can't. it's it's important to have that guy. I know, like you're you're frustrated. You, you never really were big on him. I know what you mean. But that character is important to have. I agree, and yeah. it can It's the same as the Brock Lesnar type where. Oh, whoever beats him, it's going to be a huge payoff. And that's why it's so big to have him. But the problem is that they do not lose to someone not named Roman Reigns. So nobody can get that rub. Yeah. Like, that's I mean, your issue. And, like, the thing is, like, we've seen good matches with, like, some of the smaller guys like Finn Balor, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryant, going against, like, guys like, you know, Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman. Well, Brock is light years ahead of Braun Strowman in the no, ring. Exactly. But those guys have always looked good against Brock Lesnar in yeah. the ring. Like that, but that's the thing, like, and that's what he has to do with some of these guys. I don't know. Anyway, look, we'll, uh, we'll, get, we'll get into the rest of the week. We'll talk a little bit more about Super Showdown, Raw SmackDown, the 24-7 title, which is everywhere. But first, we're going to take one more quick break here. It's the Phenomenal Forum on the wave, the sound of L-I-E-U. El Idolo! This is the Phenomenal Forum on the wave. The sound of L.I.U. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum here on The Wave. The sound of L.I.U. Matt Weinstein, Mark Sanger, Chris Klimazewski here with you on this fine, fine Friday afternoon. We have yet to talk about the most important outcome of the Super Showdown. And that is that the best in the world... Shane McMahon defeated Roman Reigns. I honestly thought you were going to say the best outcome of Super Showdown was R-Truth pinning uh, Jinder Mahal on the airplane <laughs> to Super Showdown. Are we, uh, is Shane just going to stay forever now? Is Shane leaving SummerSlam with the WWE Championship? He's leaving SummerSlam with some kind of championship. The WWE Championship. Like everybody's saying, oh, Roman, eventually he's going to be Kofi, Roman will be Kofi, Roman will be Kofi. What if Shane just does it? 
I mean, that's where it's going at this point, honestly. Like, I think that for so long, people. Well, I I think that, like I said this to you guys a couple weeks ago when we talked about Brock winning the briefcase, that someone backstage, whether it's whether or not it's Vince or if it's somebody who just likes to do these things, just like to make the audience mad. Like somebody back there is just a huge troll. It's Vince. I I I think (laughs) I think that's the best case scenario. I feel like. We're in this situation where for years people have been saying, oh, bring back the Attitude Era. We liked it then. We liked this. Well, in the Attitude Era, Stone Cold faced the authority every single week. And Vince McMahon was on television every single week. Yeah, that so was, guess what? That was with beer and middle fingers. That is, and, well, that's not the but No, but that, was, no, that I, was fun to watch. No, I know that. But now this, I feel like in my head at least it's like, oh, you want the Attitude Era? I'll give you the Attitude Era. Shane, go beat Shane McMahon week you know, after week. You know who this is hurting most, right? Tell me. You don't know? It's Drew McIntyre. Oh, my oh, God. He's yeah. killing Drew McIntyre. Dude, I said that Drew McIntyre was going to beat Brock at WrestleMania. I thought he was winning the Money in the Bank That is the farthest timeline. He's a, he's a joke. He's a, he's a lackey. And it doesn't hurt Elias as much because I've said in the past, yeah, fine. Elias could never win another match, but he'd be fine. Because he's electric he's on the mic. Like, but, he'll, but, ne- he'll never meet a man. Yeah. McIntyre can meet a man. Exactly. McIntyre could be the champion. And, yeah. it, and it is hurting him. Like you guys said, Mar- Margo, you said it best. He's Shane McMahon's lackey. Like, Drew McIntyre should be fighting for at least the United States Championship. He should be Drew in the McIntyre universal versus, title picture. Drew McIntyre versus Samoa Joe. Drew McIntyre versus Kofi Kingston. Those would be great There's matches. There's no reason that we're not getting Drew versus Seth. Like on Raw, her, it was the Raw or SmackDown. The wild card messes me up. But, sure. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what he's on That's anymore. reasonable. Miz says something towards Shane McMahon, like prov- provocative, and then Drew steps up and gets in his face. It's like, what? Why? Well, yeah, we had that fun gauntlet match on SmackDown where Miz beats Elias... And then, what was it, Drew beat him, and then Shane beat him, too? Yeah. That story was great, Shane and The Miz. Yeah. And they ruined, and Shane winning at Mania was fine. Yeah. But Shane beating him at Money in the Bank also was overkill. When are you going to get this guy, The Miz, when are you going to get him the win? At this point, he's so far down the ladder, back to where he was years ago he doesn't really mean anything anymore and that's an absolute shame because The Miz is the type of guy who you could say wow you know what I want to see him wrestle Kofi Kingston for the title it really felt like they were making him one of the big baby faces on the show one of the prominent ones and now he's just kind of in in limbo yeah you can't get one over on the McMahons no it's yeah like we all thought we all thought even Drew said it too we all thought that Shane versus Miz after Mania was done we all thought we were going to see a big push from Miz. And even though because he lost, the one extra match was fine, but let him win that match. He never went over. Yeah. It's really been bad. Like, I just don't get it at this point. We know how they booked it. Like, the big spot, Shane landed on Miz for the pin. So it was fine. And then he pulled him out of the jersey and he fell onto the floor, so he yeah, won. Like, it's obviously like... That, every, that, everything that, it could have really ended there. It it's, ended. it's overkill at this point because the Miz is still looking for a win, but he's not going to get one now. And even if he does, it's three months too late. Who cares? Yeah. You've lost interest. How many times has uh, Miz had held the WWE Championship? One time. It was just that just, one time. Just the one. He cashed in on Randy. He cashed in on Randy. He held it for. He held it from November to May, I believe. He like, but he could be he a WWE. Cena. And this and this this was the time. He made it. Made it. Was Cena. They blew it. The Rock um, came out. What do you guys think of Lars versus the Lucha House Party? I thought that was cool. I'm kidding. Wow. Oh. Wow. Oh, okay. 
I was I kidding. Think, I think I'm about to say what I think of this. Apparently, Lars got hurt. Really? He's a little hurt. Yeah. I, whatever. I mean, three guys. I mean, I I like Lars Sullivan, but that's once he cut that promo about the three blind mice, and Bro, uh, I, I was like, I don't want to see this guy ever again. I, I I mentioned he, should, he never should have spoken. You, uh, want, I, you hate Braun. I hate this guy that's, seven times. I'm not, not going to argue. I don't. I don't hate Lars, but what does he bring to the, the table? The difference between him and Braun Strowman, he could work. Dude, Braun can work. Come on. Not really. Braun's gotten so much better. Yeah, in the beginning he sure. sucks, but he's, he's but good he's now. Still, he's, uh, no, he's good. Whatever. I'm Look, this is not the, the hill I'm going to die on. Diving. I I happen to like Lars Sullivan, but on the main roster, he's not going to do a thing. I, I, oh, absolutely. I, could, absolutely I could take him or leave him. He beats the local jobbers, and he's beating the three Lucha House guys. No one cares. Yeah. Like, it, like, it, it's ugly. But, yeah, Mark, like you said, I, was, I, I didn't hate Lars Sullivan, but I could have done – Without him talking, his why is he talking? Why are you putting a mic in his hand? It's so stupid. Like it, the, what he said, whether those were his his promo or that they was not were, him. He was handed that and said, "Read this." That uh, he, was he, so. He, he did bad. not think of that. You think three blind mice and a nightingale? That was so that's, bad. That, that's the weekly bad impersonation by Clem. But I think with this guy, I think they had a plan for him with the Cena match. He got himself into trouble. They didn't want to have the match, and now at this point, it's like a start and stop type thing. Yeah. So who who knows what's gonna happen? But um, I think the only other thing really noteworthy on Super Showdown, and even if that much Randy Orton Triple H, I mean, it's cool that they wrestle again. It was actually kind of good. It does well. Yeah, I I would expect it because Triple H can still work. Randy's you know oh, he's gonna like twelve years old still. He's I don't he's not even forty. He's thirty eight. Yeah, Randy won with the RKO. Yeah, but I, lots of back and forth. I like that's. But that that's long, not a match we ago. need anymore. Yeah, it it's it cool, long. but I, I that's mean, Triple H's deal though. He's going to wrestle twice a year. Yeah. They're going to be a half hour match. I hope I hope we do get Randy Orton, Aleister Black. Like I said before, yeah. I, I think that's a perfect. Is Aleister Black a face? I think it depends on who he wrestles, and it depends on if they want Orton to be a babyface or a heel. I guess if he wrestles Randy Orton as a heel. Then Alistair Black. It's weird though, because people like Alistair Black, but like his his gimmick and his shtick isn't. like... It should not be yeah, a baby physic. Like I mean, if he's, if he's like an anti-hero type thing, if he that's fine. Is his name like Devil's Blood or something? Like I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, so stomping grounds. We mentioned it a little bit. June twenty third. There's five matches on the card. Bailey versus Alexa is the only one that isn't a rematch of the last two months, which will be fun. Yeah, it's Raw right. Superstar Alexa fighting SmackDown Superstar Bailey <laughs> for the SmackDown Women's title yep. because wild card. Yep. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin with Baron Corbin's special guest referee. Who do, who do you think we pick? I, I don't know. I think it's either gonna be Sami Zayn or Brock Sa- Lesnar. Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens. Or Brock Lesnar. It wouldn't be Brock. Why not Brock? You wouldn't do it because Baron Corbin's not gonna pick Brock because Baron Corbin. You would think. If, you, if, if anybody writing would think about it for a minute, you would think that Baron Corbin would be like, oh, well, if I win the title, I have to worry about Brock, too. So I don't want to see Sammy him Sammy probably makes the most sense. I feel like Sammy and Seth have been fighting for the last like, month. About yeah, I, th- I think Sammy Zane's probably the way to go. Um, probably. Kofi versus Dolph in a steel cage, which I I'm, like it. I'm cool with. I hope Dolph wins. I feel like they'll put on He's a better— gonna. He's probably not going to. He might. I don't think so. I feel like this is going to be a better match than what we saw at Saudi Mania. Just because, you know, they they just did it just to get their quick buck and then get out the ring. You know, it'd be amazing though. What? Kofi retains and then Brock comes up. And Brock just cashes in. Well, that's what I think. It'd be a a cool swerve. Well, Um, that's what I think. I'd be I'd be upset about it, but I I think it's worth it. I it would be cool because you know like he's like oh you know, 
I'm going to cash in on Seth. Everyone thinks exactly. he's, everyone thinks it's going to be Seth. But in his mind, he's like, oh, I'm going to just do it on Kofi. And then you'll have... And then give me Brock Lesnar versus Big E. That's, imagine, what, I, that's what I want to see. Imagine this visual, though. So you, we know Dolphin Kofi is going to be great. It's going to be 30 minutes. It'll, it'll, be, be, it'll be solid. Fun, it's going to be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So and they'll do what they can in the cage. He'll probably, let's say he pins him. Kofi pins sure. Dolph after a half hour, back and forth, crazy. So then Big E and Woods come in. They console him. They're hugging him. Then you hear Brock's music hit. And, and you see Kofi's face. It's like, and oh. Brock just beats all of them down. He's like, he tells the two of them, get out of the ring. They don't listen. He drops them both. Yeah, Amazing. That'd, that'd be something. It'd be so good. I, well, hate, I hate Brock. That'd be so good. <laughs> well, I just think it's going to lead up to, you know, with the Fox deal coming in October. You know, Brock's going to cash in on Kofi. And then you'll have Roman versus Brock again. For like the ninth thousand time, Fo- highlighted on Fox on SmackDown. Exactly. And they, I mean, I guess that the one good thing about the the wild card rule is that they had the shakeup, and we figured, oh, well, however the shakeup ends up this time, that's who's going to be on Fox. But now that's kind of they can test the waters, and until Fox the Fox deal starts in October, they can kind of just put anybody anywhere. Yeah, I guess that's what they're doing. What pay per view is after Stomping Grounds? Extreme Rules. He says, I think you said that last time possibly. too. Um, yeah, said, I think I said, oh yeah, that next, would make sense. Rules, so. Okay, so let's. So, I don't know. You know I never heard of stopping Maybe like before. Judgment Day. That's well, new. <laughs> judgment Day hasn't been forever. So but, um, Cyber Armageddon, Sunday. Cyber Taboo Tuesday. Yeah, Armageddon. What else? I love Cyber Unforgiven. Sunday. Unforgiven. Great American Bash. Capital Punishment. Maybe. Capital Punishment. John Cena versus Our Truth. Either way, probably Extreme Rules. Okay, so let's say again. Let's say it's Extreme Rules. Great Balls of Fire. Oh, um, yeah. Was that – that was two years ago. I don't remember. That two was years 2017. Ago. That was KO had the champion, I think. No. Yes. Brock, Brock was. Brock was? Yeah, they did Brock first Braun. Oh. Or Brock Joe. Brock Joe. I think Dean was doing something. Probably. Either way. You know what? Instead of having stomping grounds right here, they should just take it out and build actual storylines. Well, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I know. That would make that would make too much sense for the WWE. They're building the storylines, just the same one from the last six months. Well, yeah, months. exactly. That, that's what they're doing. But they could have built new storylines if they just didn't have stomping grounds here. Terrible name, by the way. We didn't say that. I yeah. mean, that's just an awful name. Like, Becky, so versus, after, Le- Becky versus Lacey does nothing for me. So after stomping grounds on June 23rd, July 14th is Extreme Rules. July 14th? That's like right. two weeks after. It's three. Nice math. Oh um, my gosh. I haven't taken and math then like five after years. July 14th, August 10th is TakeOver. August 11th is SummerSlam. That's early. It's usually late. Yeah, it's August. usually like late. August 11th. And then mm. September's Hell in a Cell. And then but yeah. October's Clash of Champions. November's TBO. November 1st, TBA location, Saudi Arabia. There you oh. go. <laughs> there you go. That'll be before Survivor Series. Thanks. Uh, anyway, it feels like it's right. To, it's you know right right That's across what they the way. Do. It's like tomorrow. The way it used to be it was once a month, and it was good. I like that. That was once a month, and you just take out. St- you don't need stomping grounds. Just take it out. You just had a pay per view. Just take it out. The problem is that it, the problem is that you had the pay per view. It was you know, Saudi money in the sand, but you can't build any storylines because it's not really. It's almost a house show, but it's not. It, they make it out to be a big deal. It's equivalent or eat better than WrestleMania, pay-per-view. but it's not. But you can't build anything to it. It doesn't make any sense. It's the pay-per-view of house shows. That's what it is. So anyway, moving on, you mentioned it's, Becky versus Lacey, too. That does nothing for me. I'm, they, I, I, I don't need to see that again. Becky's ice cold. It's not her fault. And of course, it's not her fault, but they they, they kind of ruined it. They don't know what they're doing. They, it's, oh, I think it was oversaturation almost. I That's think it fair. was, we wanted it, we wanted it, we wanted it. We got it, 
but it was like how you mentioned. Oh, after the the uh, once the wild card started, Roman has been starting Raw week after week after week. I saw Raw and SmackDown every week, day after day. Becky would come out and cut the same promo. Yeah, the same promo about Lacey Evans. The same promo about Charlotte. It was enough already. You you think? You gotta put it with different people also. Yeah. I was, but like, what other people can actually compare to Becky Lynch? Bailey, Alexa Bliss. Bailey's on SmackDown with the champion. There's matter. a wild card rule that means nothing. They can wrestle anybody. You have Oscar. Ember Moon. Kyrie Sane. Ember oh, Moon, about them. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. There's so many people. You know Car- what? Carmella, they're all they're You know all what credible. I think they, they had are. planned, but they had to just kind of force back Lacey Evans into this? I bet you if Sasha didn't leave, you would have had Becky versus Sasha. It's possible. For like a feud for a while then. But Becky left, so they had nothing to do last minute. And they were like, you know what? Let's just keep this Lacey Evans thing going. Yeah, that would have been a really... Good feud, but Becky would have won. So it's yeah. Not, I mean, not, not missing much. The, the next couple, I mean, and then the uh, you have the women's division, but you don't know what's going on, and the tag team division, both genders, absolutely atrocious. The women, they only made at this point. The longer and longer we go, I'm convinced that they only made the tag titles to shut up Sasha and Bailey, like just to appease them and then be done. Yeah, because <laughs> they lost the titles at Mania to the Iconics, who I enjoy who are now they're touting as the longest reigning women's tag champs, they haven't defended the titles once. Against credible people. No, they haven't defended them at all. They didn't. What about those people they just... Faced? Are those title matches against the jobbers? I, yeah, I don't think those? so. Oh, okay. No, they're not. I have no idea. They're, just, they're not defending them. So they don't care about that. The Raw tag titles, your boys just lost to the Revival, which is... I love Hawkins and Ryder. That was their first defense. But right? it's about time. I think they might have defended once. I, they defended the next night against they the They weren't Revival. on TV. Yeah. It's a, I'm surprised they held them this long. So am I. And, but the only issue I have with the Revival winning is that I know no one really watched Saudi Mania, but on the pre-show it was the Usos versus the Revival, and the Usos won. The Usos were in the match, too. Well, now they're going to do... Well, that, but say, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, so why it's did, 50-50. Why, why did your continuity, why did the Revival get a shot at because the Because now they're going to do Revival Usos. They just wanted to get... Wasn't that, didn't Hawkins Shane make it happen? Because Shane's with the Revival now? Yeah, he's got his whole corporate his ministry heel type deal. Team. Uh, and then on the SmackDown side, you have Daniel Bryan and Rowan, who, first off, why hasn't he changed the title? Th- that's what I said, and man. Make, like, he made the Hemp <laughs> WWE Championship. Why doesn't he make the, this biodegra- biodegradable WWE Hempianship with the Sustainer Belt? I don't know. But that's what I said. now it looks like there might be facing heavy machinery. What are those paper belts they walked around with? What do they call them? Like the Yolo County titles yeah, or Yolo something like County that? I don't know. They're fun, but that's a one-off deal. And you got nothing for Daniel Bryan, who I will still say is the best wrestler in the world. Well, it's Sorry, like, Seth Rollins. Sorry, AJ Styles. Daniel Bryan's still the top guy. Well, it's like I mentioned. I disagree. In, I'm not going to fight you about it. Continue. But <laughs> it's like I mentioned in our group chat a couple weeks ago. I had to ask. I was like, yo, who are the SmackDown right. champions? Like, the title champion. I was like, I have no idea. And I'm not saying... I'm not up for the argument, no, but, know, but what know. I'm saying is that he's in the conversation. Oh, 100%. What are you doing with him? Yeah, I'll just take Seth versus the field. <laughs> I, I got to But anyway, what? I got to You raised your hand. I got to ask this question. How do you guys feel about this Nikki Cross gimmick now? With I your, think you're the only one who cares. I, when, I, you, when you had texted us uh, right before we get off the air, you had said something like, oh, I feel like the twisted sister Nikki Cross was so much better than this Alexa Bliss's friend Nikki Cross. And I said to you, and I quote, you're the only one who cares, I promise. <laughs> I 
I, it's interesting. I like Alexa Bliss. I love Alexa Bliss. And yeah, she's so the fact I. that she's kind I guess she's like almost a baby face at this point. She's running around. Like the thing she did with the coffee she's was hysterical. Like, she's like she's, bad though. She's like messy with, with Nikki. Well, yeah, she's that's not a baby I, face. But it, like, we'll see what ends up happening. But it, it gives Nikki Cross something to do, which is a good thing. I mean, that's what I'm, it's I'm better happy. than her not being on TV. And she's got to be the heel versus Bailey in their match. Alexa Bliss, you're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Uh, otherwise... Any, any anything else? Last second. New Day versus Sammy Ko and Ziggler. I like that Sammy and Ko are back together. I do. I hope. Yeah. So I hope uh, it sticks. Did Biggie wrestle? Is he good now? Yeah, yeah he's, he's back. Okay. He came he's back. Nice. Uh, otherwise, yeah, Sammy and Ko. They're they're back. I, I hope they're world champions soon. Sammy Zayn, hooray. Um, yeah, maybe. Otherwise, uh, maybe we'll just get another electric chair. Sonny's in a few months, so he's gonna have to drop no, it. November first. Yeah, yeah. So he's gonna start and stop. Same with same with him. Alistair Black, Cena, Daniel Bryan, so, and all the women. It's a whole mess. We're in a good spot right now. <laughs> We're in a very yeah. good place creatively. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you know, we'll be back next week. Phenomenal forum. A whole lot more to talk about next week because everything Hopefully. else is gonna be going on. Stop Who knows? Next week we'll try to get into some all out. John Moxley versus Kenny Omega is set. That's going to be huge. We'll talk about it all next week. This has been the Phenomenal Forum here on the Wave, the sound of L-I-U.